You're listening to How To 20-Something, the only podcast that helps both men and women navigate their 20s and learn how to adult across all aspects of their lives. We're going to be focusing on career, relationships, finances, fitness, nutrition, and all of the common challenges and obstacles a typical 20-something will face in this post-college life and what to do about it. I'm your host, Just Diamond, and I'm the CEO and founder of Just Diamond Coaching, where I help young professionals get their shit together, gain their confidence, and own their life. No one prepares you for this adulting world, so allow me to help you feel like you are no longer a chicken running around with its head cut off, and that you actually know what the hell is going on and what your next step to take is. Welcome to How To 20-Something. I'm interrupting my relationship series with a special Thanksgiving-related episode. Welcome back to How To 20-Something. Today, I'm going to talk to you about the benefits a regular gratitude practice has on your life and mind, and the different ways you can begin implementing this sort of thing. If you are listening in the U.S. and in real time, as I know some listeners are in different countries, so shout out to them because we're taking this thing global – But for those of you that are here in this country that I'm sitting in, then you know that this Thursday is Thanksgiving. This is the time of the year where we reflect on the abundant aspects of our life. We gather around a table with family and we discuss what we're grateful for while we eat a delicious meal until we stuff ourselves full. And then we digest our food by going Black Friday shopping. Or at least that's what my family does with Thanksgiving. So I figured now would be as good as time as any to discuss gratitude and how to incorporate this sort of thing into your daily routine, as well as why you should strive to regularly include it. Working backwards from what I just said, I want to begin with the why, because we always need a why in order to get ourselves to do something. It's one of the first things I ask a client after we set a goal to work towards. I literally say, why is this important for you to achieve? And if you heard my talk that I gave at the beginning of the month, why I broke up with my phone and you should too, then you heard step number three, which was know your why. P.S. If you haven't heard my talk yet, then I highly recommend you head to the link in the show notes and watch the YouTube video because it is spectacular if I do say so myself. And I'm recording this before it actually happens, so we're manifesting how spectacular it is. (laughs) But back on topic, acknowledging what you're grateful for is really good for your mind, for your mental health, especially if you're someone who suffers from anxiety or if you're someone who is going through the thick of it right now. A little fun fact is that the anxious part of your brain and the grateful part actually stem from the same place. So you literally can't be anxious and express gratitude at the same time. It also prevents you from taking things for granted. You see, most of you listening have 9 to 5 jobs, meaning your Monday through Thursday looks roughly the same, and it's very easy to get caught up on the endless cycle that is your life, where nothing big really changes all that much on a day-to-day basis. But when you seriously ask yourself 10 things you are grateful for that day, and force yourself to search for the golden nuggets, you can become a lot more appreciative over the simplest of things. And then because you are directing your attention towards the positive aspects of your day, you're switching your mindset to seek out the additional positives for the next day. A few months ago, one of my clients and her fiancé were going through a bit of a rough patch. Not with each other, but more so with their career and with life, and she said it felt like all they were doing was sludging through their sorrows. To which I told her, what if you guys began telling each other your favorite parts of your days before bed each night? That way, you're going to go through each day seeking out the best thing to be able to share with your partner instead of hyper-focusing on the bad. 
Because when things aren't going very well, it is very easy to get consumed by the negativity of nothing is going well and where your attention goes, energy flows. Meaning, you're going to keep confirming where things aren't going well because that's all you're looking for. Flipping the script to the positives works in that same exact way. It's not to say your situation doesn't suck because it very well might, but what's more important is what are you going to do to change things? And that change typically starts with your mind and your outlook on your life. If you've been listening for quite some time, then you've probably heard me drop some hints here and there that this year has not been a fun time for a lot of different reasons and a lot of tears have fallen from my eyes as a result. Let's just say 2023 is not at all what I had in mind at the beginning of the year. I have accomplished some amazing, unexpected things like this podcast and the talk that I gave, but I've also suffered in a few different areas of my life. However, even when I was having the worst kind of day, I made sure to practice my gratitude almost every night because I knew if I didn't, then my headspace would be even worse than what it was at that moment. Your thoughts are so important as that's what's going to dictate your perspective on any situation at any point in your life. For example, I had a friend who had a lot of things go wrong at one time. It was the guy she was talking to turned out to be terrible, her apartment was falling apart, her car got broken into, and her mom was going through some serious medical stuff. And I remember one evening, while her car was undrivable because of the glass that covered her seat from being broken into, she told me she had to walk to the gym, which is not that big of a deal. It's two miles from where she lives and there's easy public transportation that could take her there and the existence of Ubers and Lyfts. But with this walk, she went a step further to say, oh, it's going to rain on me. And I looked outside because we lived a half a mile from each other and was like, dude, it's sunny with no clouds. And I even recommended that she just take the light rail so she doesn't have to walk as far. And the light rail is a little transportation train that would take her pretty close to the gym. And she wrote back saying, the train's going to break down on me or the stop is far away, so what's the point? And I pretty much stopped answering her after that point because she wasn't looking for alternative solutions. If all of a sudden this sunny day did turn rainy, which it didn't, She was looking for someone to wallow in her sorrows with her and kept searching for any possible negative outcome without even giving something a chance. Her mindset was heightened to everything going wrong and that there was no chance for it to go even remotely right. It's not to say her life wasn't going through a major rough patch at that point in time because it definitely was, but it is to say that she had zero gratitude practices in in place so she was sitting in her own pit of misery. And the thing is, we're all guilty of doing this at one point or another. Hence, my stress to you to practice being grateful for everything. I'm sure you can probably recall a time in your life where it felt like literally nothing was going right, which sometimes is the case, and it's all the more reason to search for even the most minuscule things that are going well. So, let's get into how you can practice your gratitude. I'll start with what I personally do to keep my mind healthy and positive even when I was at my most depressed point over the summer. So just about every night when I'm making dinner, I say out loud 10 things that I'm grateful for that day and follow it with 10 affirmations that I am. In the gratitude part, I would literally say I'm grateful I didn't get rained on today, which when I lived in Florida was honestly a bigger deal than you would think. 
<laughs> Another would be, I had good energy today. Or I'm grateful that I slept really well last night. Or I'm grateful for my friend Katie. Or I'm grateful for my mom. I'm grateful for my mastermind group. I'm grateful for my business coach, Stacy. And Katie and my mom listen to every episode, so shout out to them for being some pretty amazing support systems. But your gratitude doesn't have to be these absolutely amazing things because that's when gratitude is easy. Like, I'm grateful I got promoted today. That's a pretty big deal. And it's easy to appreciate that highlight moment. What's hard is saying, I'm grateful I have a job. If you've ever been unemployed, you know how grateful you are to have a steady paycheck. Even if you don't love your workplace, you know it's better than the stress of not having a job to go to when you have bills that need to be paid. If you've been sick recently, you suddenly become really grateful about being able to breathe through your nose again. Or if you've been injured, you become grateful for a healthy body. And now the things that you otherwise took for granted or didn't bat an eye to become something so positive and that you're appreciative of. When you redirect your attention to all that you have to be grateful for, you also switch your mindset into being one with abundance because you're no longer thinking about what you don't have. And who doesn't want an abundance of amazing things? I challenge you to find five things you are grateful for right now. You can hit pause and return back to this. I'll give some examples. Is it the sun is shining? Is it that you have a short work week this week? Is it that you get to take a break from adulting for a little as you go home for the holidays? Is it that you pet a dog today or that you saw your gym crush? So it's five right there. None of them are massive things, but they do add up and are important to recognize. And your heart feels a little happier when you do acknowledge these reflections. Your gratitude practice doesn't only need to be stating what you're grateful for each day as it can also represent itself for being grateful for some of the people in your life and telling them so. So yes, I gave a shout out to my mom and Katie and my mastermind group and my business coach, but I also will take it a step further and message them how grateful I am to have them in my life. As you're listening to this, I'm actually going to be home in South Florida, so I will verbally tell my mom when she gets back from work. In this past year, I've personally been working on telling people in my life that I'm grateful for them. It's harder than you think because it's typically more of an afterthought. Like, yeah, I am grateful for this person. But then you don't actually tell them. Like, when was the last time you told, either verbally or via message, how appreciative you are for someone to be in your life? And what about their presence makes you feel that way? My guess is it's probably been a little while. I think this would be a good opportunity to send that message to someone. Trust me, it'll make their day. And most of the time they write something back saying what they appreciate about you. Being appreciative of someone is a form of self-care because you feel good writing the message to the person you're thinking about and that person feels really good receiving it. And now everyone feels really good and really happy. Just how we take simple things for granted, we also have a tendency to take some people in our life for granted, especially if they are constantly around. For instance, my mom is always there for me, and I don't really remember to tell her that I'm extremely appreciative of her and all that she has done for me. Like, she's my mom, but she also doesn't have to do all that she does for me and my sister. She just happens to be a kick-ass mom. I can also tell you that I was not always grateful for my mom, but am very glad our relationship has improved as I've gotten older and can also reflect on how hard she worked to make our childhood as good as it could be with what we had. And she raised two pretty great kids, if I do say so myself. And another thing that has no relation to my mom, but is 
pretty neat in the timing is that the day that I'm recording this episode, one of my personal training clients handed me a thank you card for all that I've helped him with. So that was just right on par with me knowing that I needed to record this episode today. But this gratitude practice, it's really just putting your mind in this positive and empowering place. So again, it can redirect your focus from what's going wrong to what's going right. And aside from literally saying what you are grateful for or telling who you are grateful for to them, there are two other ways that you can add to this practice if that doesn't suit so well with you or if you really can't get yourself out of this negative headspace. And this comes in the form of manifesting the life you're dreaming of and affirming who you are right now and who you are aspiring to be. So now we can include a more forward-thinking approach. And I don't want you to think of manifesting in a woo-woo kind of way, but in a dreaming, goal-oriented kind of way. Depending on the client I'm working with and where they're at in their journey with me, I'll include a manifestation practice in our session where I have them close their eyes and I paint the picture in their mind of the future life that they've told me that they've wanted. One where they are already where they are striving to be and can connect with the version of themselves that believes it's possible to achieve their goals. It's really relaxing and provides this motivation to keep going. It's like a meditation, but I also like to refer to this as a dry run for when you do actually achieve what you're after. Because sometimes our goals or the life we desire feels very out of reach, but A cool thing to note is that your brain cannot paint a picture of what's not possible for you and that you wholeheartedly believe you can achieve. So put yourself in the shoes of the you that is already doing, being, and having what you want. Be specific with your description and get really clear on the life you're after. It does require work to get to where you want to go for sure, but sometimes you need to pause and connect with the future you and the message they want to give to the you that's here right now. One thing to add, though, as you're manifesting to yourself or journaling out is to be sure to include statements like when this happens, not if this happens. You want to speak into existence and not be wishy-washy of, oh, I guess it's possible, or it would be nice if it came true, or any other weak phrase. No, affirm it, because it is going to happen. So when it does, what will life be like? Like I said, You can journal your manifestations. You can meditate on them. You can tell a friend about them. Regardless of how you choose to practice your manifestations of everything working out for you, be consistent with it. As in connect to it every day or a majority of your days. I'll even have newer clients write out the life they want on a sheet of paper before we even begin working together so they feel into the fire in their belly that made them book a call with me in the first place. And it helps them get a better idea of the life they are after and what goals we can set together to know we're heading in the right direction. Because I make your life easier and save you a lot of time and mistake cycles that you typically experience when you try to do life alone. It's just something to keep in mind. But the third and final gratitude related practice is affirmations. Keep that brain feeling empowered by stating who you are or even who you're working towards becoming. This means no I will or I'm going to or I wish phrases. We are affirming. They should all begin with I am or I have. Like I am in a healthy relationship. I am sought out by young professionals everywhere. Those are mine. Yours can be I am working at my dream job. I am proud of myself. 
I actually had a conversation with a friend a few months ago and she was saying that she doesn't believe herself when she says something like, I am worthy. And I said, well, add to it. So instead of stopping there, if you don't have that belief yet, say, I am worthy of a life that I love. And that was something that she could connect with. You need to believe in your affirmations. And just like manifesting, you need to actually put in the work towards fully embodying them. The bottom line is, whatever your practice is, you need to find something that works for you. Not something that feels like a big pain in the ass, but brings you some joy, peace, and positivity. For me, that is every morning I wake up, open my blinds, and say, good morning universe, what good things are in store for me today? Then I pick an angel card, which is a little bowl of cards with different words on them, and the one you pick is the angel that's with you for that day. This could be abundance or compassion, flexibility, transformation, and a whole bunch of others. I then go into my living room and pick an affirmation card. Then I sit down and write out my list of to-dos for that day, and next to it I write out about five affirmations that I'm working towards. My evening gratitude practice, as I stated earlier, consists of verbally shouting out 10 things I'm grateful for that day, followed by 10 affirmations of things that I am. So, I have both a morning and evening practice because, let me tell you, being self-employed is a lot on your mind. And I like to set the tone for the day as well as wrap it up on a high note at the end of the day. Because here's the thing. This world is full of so much negativity and hate that's all around us on a consistent basis. But by having a regular practice in place, you are doing your best to fight back the bad energy and thoughts. It also grounds you and keeps you present while reminding yourself of everything you have and all that you have to look forward to. As I said earlier, gratitude takes you out of this place of lack and puts you into the world of abundance. One of my affirmations is literally, I am one with abundance and all the universe has to offer. You can start small with three things you are grateful for today and build on that, or three affirmations that you fully stand behind. And do it when you're doing the same task every day too. Like for me, it's while I cook dinner. Or even while I'm eating, so it's in between bites, which also helps me slow down my eating. But give yourself the opportunity to create a peace of mind in your life even if it's only for the 30 seconds that you're taking part in your practice. But you need to do something that promotes a healthy and positive mind and outlook on your life. As I wrap up today's episode, I do want to wish you all a happy Thanksgiving and to know that I am very grateful that you choose my podcast to listen to every week. I don't like getting caught up in the number of downloads, but I also can't help but see them when I go to upload a new episode. So I know you are all out there, and I also know that one day there will be hundreds if not thousands of downloads per episode. That is an unintentional manifestation, but I'm so caught up in the positivity right now after speaking about it for like the last 20 minutes that it just naturally came out. And with that, I once again want to thank you for listening to another episode of How To 20-something. If you liked what you heard, please hit follow, leave a rating, share it with a friend who needs to be reminded to view things as more positive, post it on social media, and tag me at coach.justdiamond when you do. And I can't wait to be in your headphones again next week with another brand new episode.